Welcome to the Review Crew with Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host Fran, toddler mom, millennial, master baker, still perpetually congested. Welcome to the Review Crew. And it's Emma, aspiring minimalist, New Yorker, dancer, pregnant woman. Woo! <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into it. Oh, man. Every time you say that, it just gives me a little thrill. It gives me a thrill, too. I'm like, is it true? I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's th- those early days. Those early days are rough. I feel, it's like, I feel like I didn't feel, I mean, and this is, again, my own anxiety and psychotic behavior, but I feel like it was until she was, like, actively, like, kicking me, then then I was like, oh, yeah, she's, she's there. It is real. It is real. I can say this with confidence because she's literally kicking me in the ribs, making me fucking have acid reflux right now. Damn. Does that hurt when they kick you? Um, no. I mean, it's not like getting kicked by an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's not comfortable. It's uncomfortable, I would say. Like, it depends It depends how they kick you. And I know you can, I mean, there's there's so many aches and pains in that time, <laughs> in that time. Um, but mostly I just, uh, I liked when she was moving around, bopping around. It mostly just feels kind of funny. She was never, but like sometimes I feel like they can kick you, like, if they kick you like directly downward or something, it can be not cool. And mostly mm-hmm. it's just like she would just sit with like her butt in my fucking heart. <laughs> I feel like that was the worst part. And that that's this is, you know, obviously this is all like way later stuff, but just like sitting with like her back or butt right up against my rib cage. Mm. And I'm just like, I can't breathe. That's scary. Though. Um, that sounds scary. It's not scary. It's just really fucking annoying. I just remember having to drive with my seat so far back. <laughs> and just like trying to just like yes yeah, just like there's just you have to do so much mouth breathing to be able to get an affair <laughs> while they're just sitting on your fucking diaphragm Dude. they're huge huge baby asses oh god pregnancy is already so scary but i'm so excited of course of course yeah. very grateful mm-hmm. i mean that stuff that stuff's not scary that stuff's just annoying Right now, I feel like you're in the you're in the the freaky times, just because it's like it's I don't know. I just feel like early days are so anxiety inducing. You're just waiting for the next thing every time. Yeah, it is. I'm not too anxious at this moment, which is good okay. because I actually have been feeling. Hopefully, I'm not spiking it by just saying that. No, 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 no. I'm not that anxious because I've been feeling morning sick. So I'm like, I am in fact pregnant. Yeah. Um, and the other thing you're doing. Mm-hmm is I saw on like my what to expect app that um this image of like how your all your organs get like pushed up into mm. your chest and that was a little scary that's what I'm talking about being scared of like uh, not being able to breathe I'm like that sounds fucking oh. <laughs> yeah I mean I would say it is intense and deeply uncomfortable however sometimes I feel like like it, pregnancy and birth are both a thing where I feel like people make too big of a deal out of it and make too little of a deal about it And it's like sort of because I feel like people overcompensate. We're basically like there was a long time where people are just like, what if we ignore all of women's feelings, emotions, physical sensations? And we just tell them (laughs) that they're like a miracle host of a perfect soul and then (laughs) not give a shit about anything they have to say or their level of discomfort. And like, let's just let them vomit forever. I feel like that was like a big trend for a while. And then now to overcompensate, I feel like I heard so many different things of just like it's actually 
hell and it's the most uncomfortable that you've ever been and it's just this horrible uh, blah 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 like, like such an emphasis on how like challenging it is yeah and I would say it's both it's both yeah <laughs> and you know it's just uh it's, right. yeah it's fine it's fine your organs get pushed around like it's kind of cool if you think about it like it's not cool for your bowels that was probably the worst part um Mm. But also, that's just, uh, it's just kind of amazing that your body can do that. It is definitely a person. Kind of crazy. All your little flubber organs. You forget that, like, things are just kind of floating around in your body. And they can just moosh around. Like, that's wild. Yeah, I overheard um, a woman in her third trimester who I know. And she was saying she feels like she just hit the part of pregnancy where she can, like, no longer eat comfortably. Like, oh, at yeah. all. And I'm just like, that fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that I think there, uh, my acid reflux got really bad starting like probably like mid second trimester, mm. where like basically if I, cause I mean I was also again I was constantly getting absolutely fucked by my work schedule. Like I feel like you've we've mm-hmm. talked a number of times of you being like, do you remember being tired? And I'm like early on, and I'm like <laughs> I was tired constantly because I was working at three a.m. I have no yeah. concept of where was the exhaustion coming from. Was it the fact that I would get five hours, like four to five <laughs> hours of sleep in the evening, and then I would sleep for two to four hours in the middle of the day, and I did like this sort of like I literally I didn't crazy. throughout my entire pregnancy I didn't sleep eight hours at a time until and fucking fucking Sylvia came fucking two weeks early so I only had I was supposed to get off a month before I was supposed to give birth and then I only got two fucking weeks and at that point I was not sleeping through the night because I was waking up with like fucking leg cramps and shit so yeah that's scary too but still that was better sleep but anyways like mid-second trimester I was having really bad acid reflux and so I was going to bed I was trying to be in bed by like seven every day so I had to Mm -hmm. eat like before I need to be done eating by like 5 15 so I could like be sitting upright and still sometimes yeah. I would wake up at like 9 p.m. just like having major acid reflux and like it would be my acid reflux was really triggered by anything like rich fatty mm-hmm. chocolate so it's like and all I wanted to eat was ice cream and then every time I would just feel so bad and then once it was like late third trimester it was just like it was a uh, it was hard to be eaten all the time but I managed managed <laughs> anyways <laughs> That's good. All yeah. little Sylvia. I know. Showing up early with her still fucking weighing in plenty. That's what I was going to say. Heavy. And so it- cute as a newborn. Like the cutest newborn face with chubby cheeks. <laughs> you know what's funny too? is I mean, she's she's a chubby cheeked girl now too. She's always yeah. had an extremely round head. But of like, I remember when she was first born. I'm just like, why are you so chubby already? And she still kind of <laughs> was. But I'm also just like, oh, your face was just like hella swollen. Because she was, like, in the, like, I was telling you about this of, like, at some point on the pod, I think maybe later on, I would be fine to tell, like, my whole birth story. I think that would be kind of fun. Um, Yeah. But she was in sort of, like, a fucked up position for a long time. Like, her head just sort of wedged in a weird way. (laughs) I'm like, maybe, I think your face was just, like, so swollen. But she was so cute, and she was just all pink. She was just a pink baby when she was born. And I feel like she slowly, like, from the top of her head down, slowly became a normal baby color. And I remember it took, like, a few weeks before her feet weren't just, like, bright red all the time. That's funny. Dude, babies are so weird. So weird. So cute. So cute. So cute. Yeah. 
But I'm like, if she came, she came two weeks early and was eight pounds, four ounces. Like, what would she have weighed if I yeah. if she had fucking been in the oven just those extra two weeks? That's crazy. And, and it couldn't have been like miscalculated or something. Mm, I don't think so. Because yeah. like, I, I mean, all that stuff, because it's like they're technically like they're not considered premature until like, I think they have to be, it's like before four weeks. Yeah um early or something like that like you can be Mm -hmm. like in your eighth month basically and it's fine or maybe it is too i don't fucking remember at all don't don't take my word for that um but no like when they because like based based on their estimated thing they were like on track by a couple days based off of all of their initial all the measurements that they did in the ultrasounds when they do the ultrasounds they like measure their size and stuff yeah um and how developed they are and then give you like a new adjusted like uh what mm, the fuck was it called? Due date. Due date. Due date. <laughs> couldn't remember the word. Due. <laughs> you guys, I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> couldn't remember the word due date. They give you like a new due date, and it, for me, it was like all within like a few days. So it was definitely not about like I don't know. Yes. She was just ready. She's just she was, um. She you know much like her mother, she likes to get somewhere early. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You are an early girl. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh. Um, but yeah, I rate only having two weeks before Sylvia was born instead of the four weeks I thought I was going to have to chill. I rate that honestly a six out of 10 because at that point it was pretty uncomfortable, even though I was yeah. really irritated about it. I was going to say, cause I've heard those last couple of weeks and like, if you go past your due date, it can be like super uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I have a friend whose C-section is scheduled for tomorrow <sighs> and I know she is just like, get this baby fucking out of me. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Amy Schumer, I watched, I don't know if you watched her, like, whole thing about pregnancy and birth that she did, like, her documentary thing Mm-mm. on herself when she was pregnant. Um, Very scary, by the way. Don't, don't recommend if you're, like, nervous about, like, pregnancy and birth because mm-hmm. she has, like, hyperemesis gravidurum or whatever. That the thing where you throw up constantly? Yes. Um, I and can't so imagine. She also did a scheduled C-section, like, ahead of her due date because she was just like, I can't live like this anymore. Like, I'm dying yeah but yeah yeah um and also then i was like when i but this is back when i watched it like years ago or whatever mm-hmm. i was looking up like hi- hyperemesis gravidurum or whatever let's call it hg for for mm. short mm-hmm. um home and garden and just like re- yeah exactly just reading about how like the women in like before modern times would just like sometimes like literally take their own life because they're like i can't be throwing up every day all day mm-hmm. like, and yet horrible. people want to just uh force people to carry pregnancies to term it's really cool <laughs> really cool to just try and control people's bodies and force them to do things that literally make them want to die it's great but you know yeah. what fortunately we live in the now and i live in california and you live in new york and we're very fortunate fortunate people <laughs> we have the options yeah. we have have yeah. many accesses to medical things took it to a dark place took it to a dark place but here's a lighter i I have have a lighter review wait tell me oh i was just gonna say i feel like pregnancy is gonna sometimes be taking us to a dark place yeah it really does circulate around around so just everybody heads up i feel like that's fine it's fine for us but anyways give us give us your light review let's let's go somewhere else let's get out of the shadow my husband came home Ooh. with a treat today, okay? <laughs> I was I was reading that, like, basically having a hard candy is, like, good for morning sickness because it's, like, 
I don't know. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Blood sugar, something or something. Mm-hmm. Um, flavor, certain flavors, whatever. So I was like, oh, like get some Jolly Ranchers if you can. And he was like, came home. He was like, couldn't find any Jolly Ranchers, but I did get some Lifesavers. Okay. Lifesavers, original five flavors, hard version. I have not had a Lifesaver since I was probably like eight years old. Same. And they're so good. <laughs> they're like really good Lifesaver yeah. gummies are also good but these hard ones are hella good too and let me tell you the five flavors there's no skips the five flavors Ooh. are literally watermelon pineapple cherry raspberry and orange yeah that's solid that's a solid uh, so solid tuplet. like no lime no lemon no like bs <laughs> i mean honestly lemon to me sounds better than cherry but I... mm, that's true cherry sounds like it Cherry's okay. Because basically the problem with cherry and grape flavors is that they're the most common flavors for like cough syrups and medicines that I had to have as a kid. So it's just like always a little, it's a little iffy. But cherry flavor I'm more willing to get behind than like fucking grape. I'll say that. Yeah, grape's horrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Except I love Mm -hmm. grape um, Tootsie Pops. I don't know why because the blue ones, you know. I've never, I've never. Oh, those are good. Wow. Anyway. Things I'm missing out on. I always wait. It's a blue one. The one with a blue wrapper, and it's like oh. the actual lollipops, kind of purpley. Because I think it's like grape. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> well, someday we'll have to explore this. Do a full candy sampling. Tootsie so Pops are hella good. Really? Yeah. I mean, my are. memory of them is that they're perfect tens. I don't yeah, know how I would rate good. it now. They're very good. Is it helping? Now, this is a good question because I don't even know if I can, like, truly claim that I'm having morning sickness because here's been – my journey has been – I've been feeling kind of unwell for, like, the last three weeks. And I feel like every day it just gets, like, a tiny bit more intense where I'm, like, yeah, feel feel not good. But that's not the mm-hmm. same as being, like, I'm about to throw up. I did have a moment yesterday when I had to get off the subway because I was, like, literally about to vom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's been the only counts. moment. That I mean... counts for sure. That counts for sure. <laughs> No, all of it counts. All of it counts. I mean, it is a catch-all term. It's not a specific thing. It doesn't happen just in the morning. I feel like it's just, to me, morning sickness is like a general catch-all term for just like constantly feeling sick in your first trimester and to varying degrees. I also yeah. have really mild morning sickness. Um, I only vomited a couple times. It was always while brushing my teeth. Mm. Um, and I got close to vomiting a few times at work smelling fucking chicken carcasses but like oh nasty 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 it was bad and there were some various times I needed to like have a breather but like I didn't throw up that much whereas like I know that like in my sister's experience she did a lot of vomiting in the mornings during her pregnancy but it's different for everybody it's different for everybody and I don't know what else you would call it if you didn't call it morning sickness exactly it's like clearly I'm not like actually sick it's it's the pregnancy it is it is um, how do you, okay, so how do you rate your morning sickness so far? <laughs> I mean, kind of reassuring that it's, you know, mm-hmm. ramping up and things are progressing, mm-hmm. but also unsettling, I will say, unsettling mm-hmm. to be like, oh, am I going to feel sick for like weeks and weeks and weeks, <laughs> <laughs> potentially <laughs> for the next better part of a year? Yeah. Um, yeah. Little scary, little scary, but um, yeah, I rate it. I rate it an interesting mystery journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the magical mystery tour. Yeah. And also, I'm just like, 
I have no energy. That's the other thing about the lifesavers and having a little piece of candy is I feel like it gives me like a moment of energy where I'm like, I can sit up. I can, I can smile. <laughs> I can talk. <laughs> should be lifesavers sponsor us. Sponsor us. Please. You're bringing me to life. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Okay. How, wait, did you, I did you rate lifesavers? Lifesavers hard version. I'm giving them a seven. The gummies are really, really good, obviously, but I, they're not, they're not for You're this. You're such purpose. a gummy girl. Lifesaver gummies are hella like good, dude. I've never had them. I'm not, oh. a, I'm, not into, I'm not into gummies that much. I don't, I don't gum, don't gum very frequently. <laughs> yeah, try and get do a little tasting. All right, maybe we should do a candy tasting when I visit you. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. There's like this trend on TikTok to make a candy salad where you take like a bunch of different bags of candy and dump them into a bowl. <laughs> Why is... mix them up it's <laughs> like like this that. is a website run by teens like we can't yeah. have this <laughs> this is not okay <laughs> it could be fun uh, dude you know okay i've also been low energy uh and uh if i could just go into a review of something in my life yeah i would like to review vomiting all night from no. some mystery stomach illness so bad it was so bad actually and it wasn't it wasn't just vomit i'll say that i'll say that um it was a lot of vomiting and then turning around and also (laughs) immediately following and i am just um like praise be to the lord of diarrhea that it was not needed to happen at the exact same time because that would be the truly the worst Um, (laughs) but i spent um this what was it monday night monday night i thought i had food poisoning i started like we went out to dinner and you know i'm actually like I'm so relieved that it wasn't food poisoning and that it was some sort of virus because we went out to this restaurant that I love. I think I've probably talked about them before. It's called Veek's Chot in Berkeley. Um, it's just like really fucking good Indian food. So we had like gone there. Um, and then I came home and started feeling sick and I was just like, what the hell? And eventually finally threw up at like 10.30 p.m. And I was like, okay, I feel better. I threw up. This is going to be fine. And then I'm like half an hour later, I'm like, maybe this isn't better. And then it was just like every one to two hours until 4.30 in the morning. I was mm. just not doing well. And I was like, so finally at 4th, and I, I'm off Monday, Tuesday. So this is on my weekend. I don't have to get up for work the next day or anything. So on Tuesday, I get up um, and I'm like, at like 4.30 was the last time. So I get up at like 7. I'm like, okay, thank God I got some sleep. The worst is over. Like, it's probably over if I didn't throw up then. I'll just be super like. I feel way better today. I don't feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm just going to be really careful with what I eat. Like every time I'd eat food, I'd feel sick. So I like didn't have any coffee. I like make myself like some rice gruel out of some like broth I have in my freezer and brown rice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like that food poisoning was super bad. I'm so I'm glad it's over. Whatever. I'm just going to chill with Sylvie all day today. We don't have to do anything. It's fine. Then it like fucking I'm putting her down for a nap. She won't fucking nap. I'm so tired because I was up all night. So I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, it's gonna work because this works for Steven sometimes, which is he like he just goes to sleep. He just gets in bed and goes to sleep. And then she'll just eventually fall asleep next to him. Like and like he'll just let her romp around. That does mm-hmm. not happen for me. I sort of doze on and off and then periodically wake up noticing that she's taken all the books out of the bookshelf. Periodically mm-hmm. wake up and she is beating me in the face. 
periodically wake up she's trying to sit on my head periodically wake up she's trying to stand on my body somewhere she's really into doing that right now of like just trying to get up and stand on top of me and then lift her arms in the air like a little gymnast (laughs) and it's just like I don't actually love it because you're standing on my throat like (laughs) this is not good anyway so it's not working so I'm finally like okay whatever I'm doing my last resort for putting Sylvia to bed which is where I literally just hug her to me and she Mm -hmm. always cries she hates this but she will eventually fall asleep if I just like hold her really tight against me. Mm-hmm. It's not particularly pleasant for either of us, but I'm like, mm-hmm. you have to sleep and I have to sleep because I was up all night yeah. shitting and vomiting my brains out. <laughs> zero uh, out of 10, by the way, if I haven't said that already, that was a zero out of 10. Absolutely. Um, hell. She finally goes to sleep and then I'm just like hugging her and I kind of fall asleep. Then I wake up. It's like 15 minutes later. So I like checked my phone when she fell asleep. And then I checked my phone when she woke up. So I was like, why the fuck is she waking up? And it's only 15 minutes later. And I'm just like, do I hold her again? And I like start to kind of hug her in. But she's really upset. And I'm like, whatever, I'll let her. Like, she woke up so quickly. Maybe she has to poop or something. Maybe she's just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just like, I can't do this anymore. And then she's crying and sitting up, and I'm, like, wiping her nose, and then she just looks at me, and then she just fucking projectiles fucking macaroni and cheese uh, all over the bed that I fed her for lunch. No. And then, obviously, I felt terrible, because I'm, like, oh, it's probably why you weren't sleeping, is because you felt, like, terrible, and not because you're just being a surly chub, like usual. Mm-hmm. Um and she vomited everywhere, and she's obviously crying. She doesn't understand what's happening. Just keeps saying mess and pointing Aww. at it. And, then po- and she also vomited, like, all over my me and my chest and my shirt. Oh, God. And is pointing at my shirt and going, shirt, mess. And then it's also just, like, touching her mouth. Yucky. Oh. <laughs> like, my poor baby. Um, so I'm, like, trying to clean us up. And then she pukes every, like... 45 minutes for the next like six six hours I think um and that's how I spent my day and then and then I found out because we had a birthday party on Sunday for Sylvia and for my nephew Mm -hmm. and then I found out that two other people were vomiting at the same time as me or within 24 hours of me so I'm like okay definitely not food poisoning we definitely all got the same stomach virus um and yeah that was a a big goose egg a big zero everybody and I feel like I'm still recovering from that instead of ordering my beautiful avocado toast at work that I love to get (laughs) I've been ordering plain toast and it's so depressing to eat two pieces of plain toast in the middle of your shift it's one not enough food yeah it's not that satisfying although I still put a lot of butter on it so it's like okay um but like it's literally all I can eat and I still feel nauseated after I eat it like today like by dinner time tonight I just like ate a full bowl of chicken noodle soup and I'm like I don't feel sick afterwards so I think I'm like now like okay I can eat regular food but it was like I would eat every time I ate anything for the last couple days I've just like felt nauseated afterwards damn that is fucking rough that is very very rough it was rough dude it was rough it was not ideal I'm so glad you're on your mending I don't remember the last time I pooped and vomited so much in such a short amount of time. Oh, uh, yeah. It's been a while. That's, oh, God. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping, though, because, like, we haven't been sick for months. So I'm hoping this is, like, the brief, terrible interlude and that we go back to, like, no more illness for the next few months. Like, can this just be, yeah. like, getting a out cleansing. of cleansing? 
this was yeah exactly that was like my purge I needed to have my detoxifying it was actually a detoxifying cleanse that I was doing (laughs) Uh, I'm coming out of now but you know what is also let me just give another little review speaking of things that husbands do okay so we had the birthday party we have all this leftover cake in our home which I'm now not eating because I'm feeling gross Steven keeps eating like cake and potato chips left over from this party like every night and then telling me how he doesn't feel very good because he just and then I'm like are you okay because I keep waiting for him to like get sick and he hasn't gotten sick at all um which is like 10 out of 10 to his immune system um I mean it's still an 8 out of 10 for me like I don't want to deal with a sick husband but there's like a like a mean part of me that wants him to get it too which is why it's an 8 and not a 10 um and then he just keeps being like, oh, I'm starting to feel sick. And I'm like, oh, are you okay? And he's like, oh, I just only ate potato chips and cake for dinner. And I'm just like, it's like, not only is this insane behavior to do when you could possibly get a stomach illness to me, but also like you're basically rubbing in my face that I feel sick having eaten like two bites of chicken noodle soup and a piece of rice cracker. And you're just eating fucking cake and potato chips like some kind of boy prince and then complaining <laughs> to me about it. That was fucking. He is four a boy prince. Four out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's my big body news. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> it's really that's the worst. Well, I'm imagining it, I'm picturing it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get out of there. No more picturing of that. No more picturing yeah. that. Well. What else you got going on? What I, else you got I watched, in the review? Uh, I watched the latest Selling Sunset season, top okay. to bottom. All right, Pop um, Culture Palace, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about it. It's entertaining. I feel like this season, the ladies really tried to get the, like, laughs with their outfits. Like, it was, like, truly <laughs> jaw-dropping outfits every time. <laughs> Okay. Especially from a man's the parts of the show is that they all wear these insane outfits all the time. I would love to know what they're like when they're not having their show recorded. Yeah, I would too. Oh, and the fun part about this one, Fran, which you have to watch, is mm-hmm. that one of the, the newest lady on the show is one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas. Yeah. That's like her whole storyline on the show. <laughs> Perfect. It's great. I love that. I will say I have, I mean, okay, so you um, and a couple of our other friends were really into Selling Sunset. I was not into it. Um, I think you guys were getting into it right before I had Sylvia. I don't remember what season had just come out. It was like the third season or something. Um, I don't know. I watched them all and they're all so good. Oh, well, okay. So now I've seen them all. I just haven't seen this last one. But what I wanted to say was that... (laughs) Selling Sunset is tied to me to the newborn days because I just watched all oh. of the Selling Sunset that came out when I was home, like immediately postpartum with Sylvia. I would just put that shit on and fucking nurse my baby and watch this like absolute trash. I love that. It's so good. It was a really honestly a great distraction. I highly recommend like extremely trashy garbage reality TV for the time with your baby when they definitely can't understand or see anything that's going on. And, like, Absolutely. you just need to zone out and, like, kind of maybe sleep for part of it. And it's, like, fine. Okay. Adrian and I were joking to each other. This is, like, a while ago. We were, like, joking about screen time, right? And they're, like, oh, haha, ha, yeah. We'll just, like, never have screens for our child, right? Like, we're joking. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Adrian's, like, yeah. And we'll just, like, you know, we'll sit at our kitchen table instead of, like, watching TV while we eat dinner. And I was just, mm-hmm. like, absolutely 
absolutely not that's not funny that sounds horrible <laughs> and then I was like and I'm absolutely gonna be watching tv like while I'm nursing I don't know I got like suddenly very like upset and like <laughs> I will definitely be watching tv are you guys you can't take that away from me oh no I mean I feel like especially like you really have to take advantage of having the tiny newborn to watch everything you want to watch and play any video games you want to play because like then they become a toddler and like you I mean you can still do that but it's a lot harder it's a requires more navigation but like when Sylvia was a newborn I watched all of Selling Sunset I don't remember what other kind of trash I watched but I definitely watched other garbage probably like just rewatched all the Great British Bake Off (laughs) and then (laughs) I like also played through Ratchet and Clank um and I played a different video game with Steven it was a nice it's all a blur, honestly. I don't really remember <laughs> much of any of it. But, like, that's that's the best time. Are you going to be a TV okay. dinner family when um, baby is older and, like, also watching TV? That's the that question. Because, like, obviously our ideal, this is kind of why we're talking about it. Our ideal is, like, no, of course. We're all sitting around the table. We're just, like, talking about our days. And we're we're mm-hmm. having a wholesome family conversation. That's the ideal. But mm-hmm. I'm just, like... But I love watching TV while I eat. I know. I know. <laughs> me too. This is my constant internal debate. So right now, like, we don't, we never really do TV while we eat dinner. But I, f- I feel like Steven and I did have that conversation at some point where he's like, obviously, you would never do that. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, sometimes we might do it. Like, when she's older. Because that, for me, was such, like, I think I grew up in a family where, like, I mean, like, especially my dad, but my mom really liked to do it, too, of, like, they definitely was, like, we sit down and eat as a family every night. Like, that was very Mm -hmm. important to them. But Mm -hmm. then, like, sometimes on the weekend, we would, like, watch a movie and have dinner and sit in front of the TV. And it was just, like, the best. Yeah. But it's only the best if you don't do it all the time, I feel like. That's true. That's true. I don't know. And also, it's, like so many things I've made rules for myself about around screens that I've already broken and Sylvia's not even two she's going to be two next Monday yeah I mean this is my experience from growing up which my mom will love this because she's a listener because mm-hmm. my mom's very anti uh tv during dinners there'd be no tv during dinner except mm-hmm. 60 minutes possibly towards the end of dinner mm-hmm. and you know what really scarred me for life a lot of stuff on 60 minutes <laughs> yeah that's yeah not a, that's not a fun show very scary stuff on there sometimes and then um my dad's house it was a tv during dinner every day every mm. time mm-hmm. so different different places yeah and you know what you still manage to become an adult you don't seem to have any sort of like crazy I don't know. Are there like TV manias like that people get diagnosed? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) I know. I also it's it's a that's also a thing of like it's it's amazing just how many how many differences in the way you were raised that come to light as important when you have a child with a partner and you're discussing things that you believe in and believe Mm -hmm. about raising children, which is just like I feel like I have a much. laxer view of screens because I loved TV so much as a kid and I don't actually like I question how much I actually watch TV because I remember my parents restricting it at like various times but I like loved my screen time I loved to be on the TV I loved to play computer games and I did like read a lot my parents would like send me outside I would play outside all the time Mm -hmm. but I also watched a lot of TV whereas Steven very much like 
they didn't have cable and they would like rent movies from the library so like they watched (laughs) movies and stuff but it was not like you would never just like turn the tv on and like like i would just like on the on a saturday morning just like getting up too early or yeah i'm probably i'm like how was i i was like up at like weird times when there's nothing on and then just like watching um infomercials like yeah. that was never <laughs> teenager yet yeah dude i fucking like i don't like not even interesting infomercials but just doing that as a kid that was like a that was probably an eight out of ten definitely not a ten so it was pretty boring but like still i was very into it and loved to watch it and like that's just something steven cannot identify with and he's like this is psychotic behavior we'll never allow a child <laughs> to do uh, i mean it yeah. is pretty likely that we'll never get cable so like she won't be watching infomercials and i'm like she's gonna miss out and i'm sad for her for that but you know we have hulu plus live tv and so we do technically kind of have cable and it's great does it have like commercials in the same way i yeah the live tv has commercials yeah i'm like i don't know what this thing is i'm out it's of basically yeah it's like regular hulu plus just like live tv is like all the channels or whatever like regular channels oh dang and rate can, like, that rate them. that package um okay this is so funny so adrian was like one day he was like yeah i upgraded to hulu plus live tv so we can like watch baseball or whatever um and i was kind of like whatever and then like a while later i realized that it's like hulu costs like 15 dollars or something hulu plus live tv is like 90 dollars or like 95 dollars <laughs> so it's like a big difference um but anyway um no, i actually love it now i absolutely yeah. love it we can watch everything we watch jeopardy every single night we can watch like yeah. the tonys and the everything and it's just great i mean that is pretty great not gonna i can't i can't deny how great that sounds yeah wait did you give it a number rating oh um i give it hulu plus live tv i give you an eight and the only two points are deducted for for cost yeah yeah but i mean not crazy for a full cable package like that yeah. sounds that sounds in the realm of normalcy yeah um while we're sitting here in the tv room the comfy tv room our recliners in the pop culture palace um i quickly lift up my remote and i navigate over to disney plus and then i select a (laughs) show that by the time this is coming out is no longer even on disney plus which is the reason that i watched it which is willow season one the series the tv show willow not the old 80s movie i have a question for you yes how did you discover this? Because I've never heard of anyone watching it. I've never seen a commercial for this. I've literally <laughs> never heard of this show. <laughs> okay. I mean, one, you don't hang out with, like, I'm like, it's really interesting because, like, I know that you are also a nerd. And I know that you must, like, I assume that your friends are also at least a little bit nerdy. But I'm like, <laughs> they're such a different brand of nerd than <laughs> the people that I hang with or myself. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Like would you would that. you describe and your friends as nerdy, at least like some say, some of your friends. Like me, my New Yorkie friends from like NYU, I would describe them as academic, mm. um, and yeah, like a little. I would say bookish, not a little mm. bookish. I would say quite bookish, quite okay. bookish. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, All not right. in a fantasy way though. So we're no one's like playing D anD. d Yeah, like I have like a number of friends that play D anD. I mean, obviously, I play D anD. d um, but like friends who played D D way before I got into it, I didn't actually ever think I would get into it. Um, yeah. Okay, so I have seen the '80s movie Willow. Have you seen that? No, never heard. Do you know of it. people who have seen it besides me. No. <laughs> yeah, this also explains why you would not have heard of it. Um, it's definitely a thing I watched as a kid. 
um at some point it's like a lucasfilm thing it's starring work davis work davis also um plays an ewok in star wars um he plays a sorcerer in slash like a what is like charlatan is that the word i'm thinking of whatever um in the 80s movie whatever so then they made this series that is like moving on from that it's the same like you know it's like my friends that were excited to watch the dark crystal series that came out i think on netflix which i actually never got around to watching they also were excited to see the willow series so i heard about it probably from like i don't know steven friends who the fuck knows i don't remember where i heard of it because it came out a while ago but then steven brought up to me recently the reason i watched it is because it was getting canceled they canceled like they had originally scheduled to do a second season which then they've canceled because no one is watching the first season um and Mm. then they're pulling the first season off of disney plus and like will it ever reappear again like maybe not there's no physical copies of this show like it's the crazy thing about streaming services making tv shows and making movies and then just pulling them off it's like well these just like have disappeared now in the world like where do they exist um interesting to think about yeah it's like pretty weird it's like all this work that people just like put into this thing and then it's just like yeah, it's just gonna be fucking gone. I don't know, but anyways, I decided to watch it, and so this coincided obviously with me um, being unwell this week. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a lot of just what if I just watch TV as much as possible. Um, and so I decided I watched all eight episodes in this last week, and I rate the show. I'm gonna say for me personally, it's like a six or seven out of ten. I watched the whole thing. It was somewhat entertaining. It was a bad show. I would say the show overall is probably like a two or three out of ten, to be honest, um, for mm. most uh, most adults watching the show. The acting was pretty cringy in parts. The plot was pretty uh, not super well developed. The <laughs> choice to randomly, for all the credit like have there be like a cool rock song but just in the credits like in like in a couple of the later episodes they like would randomly have like a cool rock song in the intro or like while they're doing a fight but it's like suddenly it's like we're you know we're in like the world of fantasy and they're just like there's a witch and there's this stuff and there's a sorcerer and all these things and then it like cuts to the credits and it's like and here's a female-led band covering a metallica song and I'm just like, why is this happening? Why did you decide to put your money into, like, getting the rights to these fucking songs? Um, that was not a good choice. Um, well, but, yeah, not a good show. Yeah. You can't watch it. <laughs> and I'm sorry. But if, for people that did watch it, tell me what you thought of it. Because I also loved it, despite it being terrible, I will say. Okay, nice. Wait, I have one more show review, too. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Love and Death on HBO, starring one of the Olsen sisters. Wait, did I talk about this already? Um, I have no idea. I might have. It's like a true crime, like, murder reenactment situation. Um, mm. but It's pretty good. Mm. It's got, you know, what's that guy's name? Wow. Don't know this guy's name, but he's got a real mm. distinctive face. And it's got Elizabeth Olsen. And so it's pretty prestige, you know what I'm saying? You're always going for the prestige. Yeah, 100% mm-hmm. of the time, except for, I guess, Selling Sunset and similar. Yeah, yeah. You go pop or you go prestige. But the thing is, I'm permanently locked out of HBO Max now that it's become Max. And I have Why? to sign in again, and I don't know how to sign in. Can you? <laughs> 
password like do a little send me an email situation i guess i guess so much so you gotta do it because it's the only way you can watch miyazaki movies do you have any anime friends no dude you don't even know a single (laughs) weeb I know I have some anime students, I will say, but that's well, yeah, you teach middle school. It's like (laughs) it's so okay. That is such an interesting thing to me that I'm like interested to see how like as this generation grows because like anime, I feel like when we were growing, I think we've we've actually discussed this before, so I need to cut myself off. But just the way that like anime went from like I feel like a subset of nerds to now is like a super mainstream thing, and like what what does that mean for for society? What that's what I want to know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's great. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm like, is there any other? Have I done watched any other television recently? No. And the next thing I'll watch is like Selling Sunset. I'm still okay. I don't know if I've mentioned. I can't remember if I mentioned this on the pod before we went on vacation or not. But Steve and I did watch the first half of Tar, and we still haven't finished it. Oh, you didn't finish it. So Um... I have made made all this time to just be binge-watching Willow, like, garbage as garbage TV, but have not finished Tar, which I will say, yeah, I loved. The first half, incredible. Acting incredible. Story incredible. And it was about to take a really interesting turn. And then well, we was it? Or was it? Because I was gonna say I actually feel like the first half is better than the second half, and that's my hot take. Oh, really? I mean, we'll see. I don't really know if that's true, but the I have problems with the ending, and that's I've stated that. I've stated that. Okay. Well, well, I can't wait for us to have a full conversation about it whenever I actually get around to finishing it. We have to return it to the library soon, so it'll be soon. Cute. Mm-hmm. It's where you had to get it. We couldn't find it for streaming or renting. Oh, at least not what we wanted to pay for. I don't remember. Yeah. I was like, it's gotta be somewhere. I found Amazon. You guys are anti-Amazon, so that explains true. a lot. But speaking of Amazon, I actually have an Amazon review. Okay. <laughs> Which is I got a free welcome box from Amazon Ooh, Baby. What <laughs> it was, was in so it? exciting, dude. It has a little tiny onesie, our first onesie, and it has like little line drawings of like animals on it. I was oh, just like, I love I'm pretty this. sure that was the free onesie that I got from Baby List. Like, or or maybe someone gave me that. I definitely had that That's onesie. Funny. So it's cute. so cute. It's honestly so cute. And we got a little swaddle, we got a little bottle. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Also, a bunch of trash of like some yeah. disposable like liner that you can put like inside a diaper to make it like more padded. What? I don't know. I was like, what? this is weird. I don't know. So, like, like, guess that. what? They're still gonna blow it out and it's gonna be all up your shirt. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh, okay, I remember I'm trying to think of like helpful things that I got in those sample boxes because I remember getting a lot of like little samples of like a detergent to wash your clothes in yeah um for baby clothes that were like fucking trash and to throw away but i did get some random useful useful little products i don't know it was funny they, it came with like a full foolish bottle of like women's multivitamin gummies but mm-hmm. a they're not prenatal they're just like women's multi Perfect. and b they expire like in november so like i'll still be on my <laughs> prenatal like at that point so i mean like, do vitamins oh. really expire that's actually a real question i have I absolutely love and get off to throwing things out by their expiration date. So I'll never, I'll never know. You'll never find out. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that about you. Every time I'm like feeling bad about throwing something out or getting rid of something, <laughs> what if I need it? I try to channel your energy. I always think of you. 
like Emma would throw this out. Yes, I would. (laughs) (laughs) You would throw out basically everything in my house if it were honestly up to you. I would have maybe a quarter of the items that I have now. (laughs) I love your maximalist ways. You know, yes, we have to, we see each other's lifestyles, we respect it, we honor it, we do not emulate it. And that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Maybe when you come and visit, you'll just be like, You'll be so excited by my lifestyle that you'll you'll go and emulate it. I'll be like, where's all of my decorative vases? That's probably (laughs) what I'll think. Um what kind of swaddle was it? Okay, so it's like um I think it's a swaddle me, but it's basically like I think Velcro-ish style Mm. where you like wrap it around pretty easy. You know what is so interesting to me? So we got some, we got a zipper swaddle, I think from somebody, we got a Velcro swaddle, and then we had mm-hmm. a number of just like swaddling blankets. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know other people's experiences with swaddles, because the people that got us the Velcro ones, which were cute, they worked, I don't know if we were just doing it kind of wrong or what it was, but like, they were saying like, that these were the best things for them, and they like... Mm-hmm that their baby loved it it totally saved them it was so much easier Mm -hmm. and for us it was like the blanket swaddle was the way to go like just straight up a blanket was way easier for me than anything else and worked way better yeah Um, it's interesting i know i'm intrigued by swaddles i'm very like i'm very excited to swaddle with the easy swaddles i'm into i'm into easy swaddles because i'm like oh this sounds easier than the whole like wrap them up in a yeah, you know, there's know, like a specific fold, you know what I'm talking there's about? There's a specific fold, yeah. and it was honestly not hard. And also, the thing that they did at Kaiser that the nurses did, it was slightly different than what I usually saw when I was looking up how to like how to swaddle baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like way easier. Oh, I don't know. Nice. We'll have to we'll discuss when you get there. But if reviewers, if you have any thoughts on swaddles, swaddling babes, please let us know. My sister also had, and I feel like it's worth having just to like test stuff. Um, and she gave us one that Sil- Sylvia liked it a little bit, but then was didn't like it after very little. She was not that into swaddling in general, but it's one that actually holds their arms like up and out from their body. Oh yeah, the swaddle up. I've uh, that's that's not my list, girly. It's Dude, it's so cute when they're in there. I feel like they look like a little gingerbread man. Like it's <laughs> so cute. So I'm obsessed with that, even though Sylvia didn't love it that much. Like I think she, like. One day I put her in it and she immediately fell asleep. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a solution. This is life. This is what I'm using now. And then it was like, never again. Never again (laughs) will that thing even touch me. That's many, many things with Sylvia have been like that. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it's so easy to get like lost into consumerism with the baby stuff. Because I'm like. Lost in the sauce. Like I need, I need this, this carrier and the softer carrier and Mm -hmm. like it's just there's so many items yeah I mean and I feel like you're gonna spend your whole pregnancy being lost in that world and then you're gonna have a baby that just shits on everything and none (laughs) of it matters and they just like yeah like literally and figuratively they'll shit on all your items I was thinking about that because you've like talked about moving Mm -hmm. and like I really feel like like yeah like the biggest problem with where you live right now is not even like the amount of space but I like I was thinking about this as I was like throwing all of my fucking bedding into the washing machine because it's covered in vomit and just like how much laundry you have to do yeah that's like my biggest fear yeah yeah of staying here in unit washer dryer is pretty pretty critical I feel like I mean obviously not necessary and many people do without it but like so helpful although I do feel like with early baby life of like 
it wasn't, I, I was rarely washing like all of our bedding where I need to like do like a million loads. It was just like, I did need to do a load of laundry all the time. And I would say like, as far as like, if anyone, you know, offers to help you mm-hmm. in your postpartum time or is like, Oh, if there's anything I can do to help, just be like, mm-hmm. come and fucking do my laundry. Like come and take my laundry to the yeah. laundromat. Ooh, and like that, that's like, would be such a helpful thing. And I feel like people are happy to have like a tangible thing that they can do. And especially if you like, have any friends who like don't really know about babies and aren't like, and also like, I feel like also when you're like new, like home with your baby, like sometimes you want someone to hold the baby, but sometimes you want to be able to just like not have to do anything else, but hold your baby. Cause it's your yeah. baby that you want to spend time with. And like, definitely like, especially if you guys end up not moving or not having somewhere with like in unit laundry of just like make everybody do your laundry, like every two days. I love that plan. I love that plan. Oh, also, I have another consumerism uh, question for everybody out there, Fran mm-hmm. included, which is my breast friend versus Boppy. What's the way to go? Do I need them both? I don't even know what my breast friend is. Okay. It's like, instead of the Boppy, it's the same, you know, function. It's like for nursing. Yeah. Um, but it's firm and it has a clip oh. around you. So it's like firm, a firm surface for them. I have heard, I don't know about the firm surface, but I have heard that the clipping function is really helpful because it is yeah, true that Sylvia would good. sort of like, I'd lie her, like, okay, this is specifically, I remember this from my gaming days when I was just like playing Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> I would like sit on my floor. We had like a floor pillow and I would sit on the floor of my floor pillow. I would put the boppy on. I would put my newborn baby on the boppy mm-hmm. um, where she could nurse or sleep or whatever or do both. And then I would just play video games while doing those Fun. things. Um, I didn't do this a lot, but I did it enough times. But I do remember if sometimes I'm like, as she's like sort of leaning towards me, like trying to nurse, like if she's like trying to move, move to the boob or like also as she's sort of falling asleep, sliding of just the boppy sort of sliding out and her just yeah. sort of getting wedged in between me and That's boppy. what they say. That's what the reviews say. Yeah. So it's definitely not like... It's, so I might yeah. not get a boppy, which is like yeah. crazy to me because I'm like I always I always thought about boppies. Yeah, I mean it's the cla- it's the classic brand. It's the classic. And you know what? The minimalist in me too, because I'm like the boppy. That's a nice looking design where I'm like, yeah, you could have that around. The my breast mm-hmm. friend is pretty much the ugliest piece of shit I've ever seen. It's like huge. <laughs> mm. Boppies are boppies are pretty big too, but I don't mm. know. I I haven't seen the my breast friend. I'll have to look into it. It's too. even I bigger. Want to hear what other reviewers say and i will say okay because you're saying it's firmer could you still sit on it because i will also say no people may or may not know this but you get fucking bad hemorrhoids when you get oh, i've heard about this i've heard about out. this you get real mad he- roid rage as i call it you get real bad <laughs> roid rage um and sometimes the boppy is for your baby but sometimes you sit on the boppy and that's just like a nice <laughs> little donut seat for your butthole to like relieve some of the pressure <laughs> off of your butt while you're sitting on your couch and like that function of the so it's not like boppy isn't just a single use pillow like you can actually it's there serves more than one function nice but you can get other types of uh, pillows or also just like it's not like necessary but especially because I feel like I had a lot of like our couch that we had was a very firm couch mm. we didn't have a lot of like soft things so, like when I was in bed it was fine but sometimes I'm just like, like if I was trying to sit on my couch while other people, I'm like, I just need to be sitting on like another another pillow that is meant for this. Yeah, 
Interesting, interesting. I don't know how much you're going to want to go into it over this journey that you're on, but I definitely <laughs> want hemorrhoid updates the entire time. <laughs> is it like, wait, it's not like a during pregnancy thing? Oh, it definitely is. It Damn definitely it. is. Not necessarily, but like, and it varies person to person. Like, have you had hemorrhoids before? How constipated are you? And then, because like, it, <laughs> what it really pretty much will almost 100% start is like in your third trimester because there's just so much weight on your lower half um but mine didn't weren't really bad until postpartum like it was like during birth dude yeah oh god okay i'm just gonna give a little glimpse into my birth story that i want to share i was actually just going off to you because i was like leaving on my voice note recently about my birth story and stuff we're talking about things and something i will never forget i will never forget (laughs) this i am in I don't even remember what it's called. I'm in the part where I'm supposed to be, like, pushing. Like, I'm having, like, intense contractions. I'm needing to push. I'm in between, you know, in the moment in between contractions, you're supposed to, like, breathe, relax as best you can. I'm, right now, like, there was an emergency in a nearby, like, room for a different birthing mom. So, like, most of the nurses and midwives were there. I was there with the night nurse who had been with me all night. Absolutely sucked shit. This nurse sucks. Um, It's just me. My sister, my husband, and this nighttime nurse. And my nighttime nurse, I'm, like, in between these huge contractions. She just looks at me and she goes, oh, so what do you normally do for your hemorrhoids? (laughs) And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Like, what are you? And and she was just like, yeah, like, what do you normally, like, do to treat your hemorrhoids? And my sister's just like, well, she didn't really have them until, like, right now. Like, right now when she's pushing out a baby. She was like, oh. I'm just like, why are you trying to have a conversation with me in like the 30 seconds I get to relax in between huge contractions? <laughs> like this was not this is that's not the visual I wanted to be like holding in my mind to keep my peace while fucking pushing my baby out of my fucking splitting open body. Like, please. Um, Jesus. That was a zero out of ten. Um, like, I'm sure this person is a fine person and maybe one day will become like a really wonderful maternity um, ward nurse. I'm sure she's fine. But honestly, negative 10 out of 10. Fuck you. Never speak to me again. Never look at me. I don't know what your name is. Yeah. Oh, I feel like her, her name was also like it was like chastity or charity or something like that, which just only makes me hate her more. <laughs> although i did have an extremely nice nurse in postpartum at the hospital who was named mercy so i was like you are merciful i know a really sweet mercy shout out he also did um very confused look at me look at my baby and then ask what race my husband was. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i feel like my mom got that a lot with henry yeah that was honestly that was a 10 out of 10 because it was so funny it was like steven came or steven like she looked at, actually it wasn't quite like that it was that she looked at me looked at my baby looked at me again steven comes out of the bathroom and then she's like oh are you filipino <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh he said no he was mexican and then she looked disappointed but um but that was okay that was okay it was a 10 <laughs> out of 10 for me that was that was the levity i needed in the postpartum uh, <laughs> time yeah. 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 Good People times. People asking about um, Henry's race, and I feel like my mom would be like, well, his grandma is, like, half Italian? Like, we don't know what to say. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People um, people love to ask you about that kind of thing. People love to ask. Yeah. And you got to decide how you want to answer, because ultimately, it's none of anybody's business, but you can answer whatever you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we'll have a very 
very white baby. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think there's going to be a lot of confusion on, uh, on your um, you never know you never know you're rolling the genetic dice you're rolling the genetic dice adrian is very scared of having a ginger baby i hope i can, I hope I can share that <laughs> oh my god this is not a safe space for anti-ginger sentiment although <laughs> no, i will no, no, say no, 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 steven no, no. expressed that exact sentiment to me before we had sylvia <laughs> these like he was so disappointed when sylvia didn't have brown hair when she was uh, like not actually not actually of course it's yeah. a newborn baby who was filled with love but it was kind of like well, I was kind of hoping she would be like a brunette like me Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah who knows my sister was super blonde she was born she has brown hair now we'll see what Sylvia's hair turns out yeah Adrian was super blonde as a kid so maybe we'll have a little mm-hmm. blondie that could be fun maybe, maybe I know they're little white white bald heads it's yeah. crazy babies oh anyway <laughs> i'm trying to think i'm like do i have any like last thing last quick thing to review i didn't say i didn't even take us to the motherhood minute i was gonna do sylvia's birthday party but i feel like there's no time now but i will say it was awesome it was great sylvia got so spoiled and now we have a pop-up castle tent that came in the mail <laughs> for her and it's just like she is so happy playing with all of the toys that she got it's like it's a lot it's great it's ten so cute so cute mm-hmm. she's just a little queen she is she deserves she deserves the palace yes she does <laughs> oh my god actually all right i'm not doing the whole mother minute thing because we're just talking about it now but she was forcing me to sit in her little pop-up castle that has little like mesh windows and then she was going on the other side of the window going, I see you, I see you. <laughs> and then making different, and then putting, like, there were stuffed animals in the tent and holding up her other stuffed animals, like, making her pig and, like, pointing at the penguin being like, Pingu, I see you, Pingu, I see you. <laughs> and just listing the different ones, and it was so cute. That's really, really, really cute. Wait, I just had a thought of, do you think our babies are going to be able to be friends? Because Sophie will be two and a half years older. Yeah, Sylvia will be, like, the cool, will be, like, the cool, cool one, one, right? Yeah. I mean, hopefully, if I do my raising right, Sylvia will also, like, be nice and, like, enjoy children that are smaller than her in, like, a, in a good way. Yeah, that's we'll always see. a good quality. You never know, because she does spend a lot of time trying to kick her younger cousin. But, um, <laughs> but she is also only almost two, so, like, I can't yeah. <laughs> don't want to brand her as a bully quite yet. She's small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they'll definitely be friends. I even think about that of just, like, in my family of how, like, my I feel like we had cousins that were my age but the oldest like it like we go and visit these are like second cousins it's like the the oldest in their families were my age but my sister was always better friends with them so it was like all the oldest got to hang out together and I had to hang out with the even younger kids because I was like the younger <laughs> sister it was honestly um, this is honestly a trauma of memory but um <laughs> but I'm just saying you can it was like a two-year age gap and they were uh they would run around yeah it's great yeah obviously they'll be besties we'll make them facetime it'll be cute yeah okay cute Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well on that note Mm -hmm. on note of our future bestie babes um yeah you're my perfect 10 everybody send us an email franamapod at gmail.com hit us up on instagram t-rex baby rex yeah i was like t-rex what are you talking about um (laughs) 
yeah baby recommendations what are your thoughts on swaddles give us give us the goods tell us all the things tell us also, about my best friend yeah tell us about that also like in general if you have like any sort of specific pregnancy related questions or reviews or newborn and baby related questions or reviews like now that we're going to be getting into this stuff if there's stuff people want to hear about or recommend or talk about please get at us we want to hear all about it yeah i agree let's get into we'll try it stuff we'll review it if there's some way to get more free shit that emma doesn't know about <laughs> tell emma about it so yes. you can get the free shit and review it I do want some free stuff. It's so important for her to have free things. <laughs> it's really important. Also, I feel like food tastes better when I'm pregnant. So I feel, I just wanted wow. to share that. I just wanted to you share know what? that. <laughs> I will say that was not my experience. Um, and I'm really happy for you. That's a 10 out of 10 for you. I oh, spent a lot sweet. of time doing like the thing where you like chew food with your mouth half open and kind of breathing through it because you are like trying not to throw up while you oh. eat it. I, did That's a horrible. Lot. That's I just I just remember that in my first trimester on my lunch breaks, just like <laughs> but I will say peanut butter never tasted better. Never need to do that with peanut butter. Oh my gosh, wait, I was reading, sorry, I have to add this. I was reading this morning about gender differences in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I read that women carrying girl babies often crave fruit. And I was like, it's freaking what? Fran. Yeah, I mean I did. I did eat so much fruit. Did they have anything for women carrying boys? I think they did it, but I kind of forget it. I think it might have been more like protein or something like that. Protein I'm like, carbs. Is this just, I'm know. like, this just sounds like made up. Stereotypes. Like, this sounds like a made up stereotype. <laughs> Girls just like sweet things and boys need pure meat. I will say that my mom, what she craved, what she craved with my sister was bananas. And what she Cute. craved with me was liver. Dude, my mom loves liver. <laughs> Dude, I love liver. It's so good. It's so good. But I will say liver is distinctly not fruit. So, you know, everyone's on their own journey. We have at least one counterpoint. (laughs) What I'm craving currently is candy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, me all the time also. That's very relatable. (laughs) That's very relatable. (laughs) All right. Candy's a 10 out of 10. Liver, that's an 8 out of 10. Okay. What's liver for you? I've never had it, but it looks nasty as You've fuck. never had it? You, you've had pate, though, right? I have tried pate. Like a and? bite. And I'm like, I'm grossed out by the thought. Emma? Okay. We'll leave. We we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> we're going to leave that alone. All right. Well, <laughs> then we go. Um, have My a lovely friend. evening. You too. You're all perfect tens. Goodbye. Bye.